Hello and welcome to the Cafe Binge Podcast. You guys, what a freaking wild time we're living in. Um, Last night on my Instagram, I just posted a few different things about the coronavirus just because everyone is talking about it. And I said it there on Instagram, but I'll say it again, that I get that there is a need for concern. I totally get that. I also get that the mass hysteria and the fear is the real pandemic. Like it truly, truly, truly is. We are absolutely living through this time of great anxiety, of great fear. And like I said, I totally get the concern. I truly, truly do. It's a really bad case of the flu, but the pandemic is fear. And it's just been so interesting to see how people are responding to this and how so quickly we can spiral into fear, myself included. I talked about this in my Instagram post again, that a couple days ago, I woke up with a sore throat and it was just a sore throat. And my husband and I joked about it because he had a sore throat too. And we joked about it and it was funny until it wasn't, and until I was like, wait, what if? Like, what if? What if I have this? Like, what does that mean? And and you just start falling down the trail of fear, and the more I existed there, you guys, I'm not even joking, the sicker I felt. I felt awful. Like, I felt my body aching. I was convinced I had it. I was convinced I had a fever. And I was reading all of these stories on the news because I was just wondering, like, how prevalent is this in my community? Because it had only been about a week ago that they announced the first, the first coronavirus case in Utah. And so I was like, I don't have this, right? But then you just hear more and more and more cases. And the longer you spend listening to the news, I feel like the lower your frequency gets. And a body in stress doesn't do well. It doesn't do well with its immunity. It doesn't feel well. Like stress, dude, like stress is the killer. And so... For this day, a couple days ago, I was just living with this anxiety and this deep, deep, deep fear that I had this thing that people were talking about. And it feels silly to talk about now. It's not silly because I get, I get just how concerning this virus is and how quickly it's spreading, but it's silly because... I live this life of like love and light and high vibe and it like I'm laughing at myself in that too because it's just really funny like I said to observe what's happening when something like this hits when disaster hits and where people go and honestly things like this are a great big huge mirror it's showing you what's going on with you within you 
how quickly you retreat into fear, how quickly you start judging, because I did that. As soon as I felt sick, I started wondering who got me sick. Like, who got me sick? Like, it must have been in the last couple of days. It must have been this person because I was around that person and they had a cough and like, oh my gosh, they got me sick. Like, why don't people just stay at home when they're sick? Like, I got very quickly into this judgmental mentality and I was judging I was judging that I was judging the situation I was judging myself I was feeling fear and it didn't feel good it felt awful until my husband said Ames why don't you just do your witchy things which is what he calls any of like my woo like any of my energy work like spiritual things that I believe in and things that I help clients through ways that I help them in their healing and things that I absolutely believe and that I've seen in my life healing things within me and other people and I just started thinking like this is so silly like why do we go so quickly into playing the victim like playing the victim that we are completely completely powerless to this thing this bigger thing that's in front of us like this virus and we so quickly feel alone like oh my gosh like what is happening we feel alone we feel disconnected we don't feel like we're connected to this big huge human family we forget that the universe that God is always on our side and that there's reason and purpose and everything we just feel like alone so he said why don't you do your witchy stuff and it like clicked and I remembered that Our bodies know how to heal themselves, so if I were to get sick, which I'm not, I have a cold, but if I were to get truly sick, I believe that my body could heal itself. I do. Like, I've healed so many things within my body already. I've known people who have healed themselves of cancer without any treatment, without chemo radiation, and I just started thinking like, yeah, like, it's a sickness. People die from things every single day. Also, people are healed every single day. So we have power. There's absolute power within us. And our egos, like this part of us that is afraid all of the time and wants to just be safe and protect itself, it's what keeps us alive, but our egos run the show. Our egos are freaked out. And they're kind of in their heyday right now. Like I see I see people's egos running the show for them and it's fine and we're all absolutely learning and what I'm doing right now is trying not to judge that because I get it like I get that it's scary but I'm trying not to react to everyone's egos freaking out because people are preparing right and so in their preparation they are buying out the stores they're closing out the shelves they are buying all of the toilet paper the water I'm sure you've heard the stories And I get why they do that. But in that moment, you're not feeling at one with like humanity, with the human family. And you're so focused on yourself that if I get everything I need for me and my people, I don't really, I'm not going to worry about other people. Because when you buy more than you need, you're taking away from other people, right? Like you're taking away from something that they could need or they could use and people who actually need toilet paper not just four Costco size crates in their storage room like people who actually need water right now or eggs or milk or whatever they need and it's been so interesting to see what 
this pandemic has brought out in people and it's been funny to see people who get into this prepper mentality of expecting the worst case scenario when the worst case scenario hasn't happened yet. Like you're preparing for something, you're putting energy and awareness into something that hasn't happened yet. And in that moment, you don't believe that the universe has your back, that God has your back, that everything will be okay. And you're not expecting the best case scenario out of things. So I've seen people who they'll turn into like preppers and they do it because they're saying, well, I'm not like this, but other people are like this. And if other people are going to get everything off the shelves and like I have to take care of like me and my family. So I'm going to go out after I heard about the shortage of things and I'm going to go out and stock up. And it's just funny because I'm thinking like, yeah, but you're still playing the game. Like, it's all fear. It's all fear. It's all scarcity. It's all lack. It is not love. Like, the opposite of fear is love. Anyways, anyways, like I said, what I'm working on right now is just observing. Like, observing what this is bringing out in me. What is this triggering in me and how can I heal that part of myself? So after my husband said, why don't you do your witchy things? I did. I did all of the things that I do with clients. I did lots of energy work. I I released a lot of blocks. I released a lot of subconscious beliefs, things that were lodged in me. So like a sore throat, um, the ear thing, like things that I felt in my body. I went to the source within me and figured out what they were and then released them. And you know what, you guys? I feel great. Like I feel amazing. I'm sure you can tell my voice is a little heavy. It's a little, it's a little boyish. But I feel great. Like, I absolutely feel great. So this is just a quick reminder that, you know what? Like, take care of your body. Absolutely. Take care of your body. Wash your hands. Like, don't touch your eyes. Don't touch your mouth. Don't touch your nose. Keep things clean. Maybe up your vitamin C. Focus on wellness and vitality. But, like, take care of your mind. Take care of your soul, your spirit. Like, look at things in the triad of body, mind, and spirit and take care of each of those things because things, meaning diseases, always start out as energetic. They're energetic blocks. They're emotions that we block. They're emotions that get lodged. It's heavy energy within us that can't flow. So move out of the fear. Keep thinking that the universe has your back, that all is well. I feel like the soul song is all is well all is well, all is well. Um, And just don't engage. Don't engage with the energy. Like turn off the news. Stop being interested in it. Stop giving your awareness and your attention to that because where you give your attention, energy goes there. Where attention goes, energy flows. So stop giving your attention to things that cause fear, that evoke anxiety in you. This morning, I went to Costco with my husband pretty early, well, as soon as they opened, and for normal groceries, things that we just actually buy every week, so we just went grocery shopping, and as soon as we pulled up, the entire parking lot, like, like side to side of the lot, and then overflowing, spilling in to lots surrounding it, parked cars and the line out the door of Costco just wrapped around the building for people waiting to get into Costco and we saw it and we drove right past we went to a different grocery store because my mantra is 
I'm not engaging with this energy. Like this is icky to me. Like someone on my Instagram messaged me last night with this beautiful page out of a book and she had said, the, f- the virus isn't causing the freak out. The freak out is causing the freak out. And it totally is. We turn into this like animalistic, like egoic version of ourselves where we're just worried about ourselves. We're just worried about the people we love and we forget, we forget the whole of humanity and that we want everyone to win. And I don't want to take away from other people. So I'm not going to buy more than I need. Like, that's just silly. And why would I prepare for the worst case scenario when that hasn't happened yet? I'm not going to spend the energy imagining the worst case scenario, right? Like when things happen, you deal with them and things are always okay. But you lose so much, you lose so much energy worrying, worrying about the things that haven't happened. And worrying is praying for the things that you don't want. So like, why would we do that? Anyways, guys, stay off the news. Stay away from social media platforms that are evoking anxiety in you. Because anxiety doesn't serve anyone, especially your body, especially your body. Fear is like the scariest sickness, right? It, it lowers your immunity. Like holding fear and stress in your body aren't doing you any good. So don't believe the fear. Don't believe it. Don't believe the paradigm that people are talking about right now. Trust that the universe has your back and will always have your back and will always provide. And then let this havoc that's that's circling around society, just turn that into a little trust fall with the universe, right? Trust that the universe has your back and then focus on love. Focus on healing. Always express gratitude for everything wonderful in your life. Like all day long, I'm saying thank you for this. Thank you for this. Thank you for my body. Thank you for my healing. Thank you for my healed body. Thank you for this vitality that I feel. Start being grateful for all of it because I just, it doesn't do any good to buy into the scarcity mentality that there's only so much going around. And if this person gets it, that means I don't get it. That means we believe in a limited universe and that's not my reality. And that's kind of a segue into what I want to talk about with you on the show today. And it's something that I'm really excited really excited to talk about. It's a topic that I feel really passionate about and that's because it's something that I haven't always felt passionate about. It's something that I wasn't always excited about, something that I actually really dreaded and feared and that's the topic of abundance. I want to talk about abundance today because living abundantly and having this abundant mindset and understanding the energy of money is not something that's always been the case for me. In fact, I lived most of my life in fear of money and I'll explain more about that later and the scarcity mentality that took over but scarcity can always come out in different ways. But I lived most of my life feeling like, I don't know, money was scary talking about money was scary, feeling like I would never have enough, feeling like there was never enough, feeling that the life I wanted to live wasn't possible, feeling like the career that I wanted to have wouldn't produce the money that I wanted. And if you listen to 
my shadow podcast where I basically outed myself on everything. You guys, sharing that shadow podcast was one of the scariest things I've ever done and immediately I felt relief. I felt lighter because once everyone knows your secrets and the things that you think are scary about yourself, like they don't have any power anymore. And to this day, it's my most downloaded podcast and the one that most people message me about. But in that podcast, I shared my shadow surrounding money. And the way that I explain the shadow is everything that you keep away, everything that you keep hidden that you would be really embarrassed if people found out about, especially people that you love and value their opinion. And in your shadow are just things that you feel shame about. And it's kind of why we wear the masks that we wear, the things about us that are not so authentic, but we want to be liked and we want to be seen and we want to be valued and accepted. So we put on these masks and we go out into the world and... Like Glennon Doyle says, I love Glennon Doyle, such a good author, but like she says, we put on a mask and we send out our representative to live for us. And it's not our true self, but our true self feels scary. So go back and listen to that shadow episode if you haven't. But in that episode, I shared so much shadow surrounding money that I didn't grow up in an affluent home, that there was a lot of lack, that there was a lot of fear. And as a child, your subconscious programming starts at a very young age. Like from ages zero to seven, you're basically this sponge. You're a little human sponge. And it's like this for a reason because we're we're learning skills of survival at this age. So we're watching our parents and we're absorbing what they do and how they interact with people and with things. And if you grew up with lack at all, or if you grew up with parents who fought about money or who had arguments about money or who feared it or who overspent because that also comes from scarcity, we just have all of these subconscious programming going on within us that were developed from a really, really, really young age. And so I had all of this fear surrounding money. And a lot of it stems from childhood, but until you fix something, it repeats. Until you stop a cycle, the cycle repeats. And it's like that way, I think, just to finally teach you the lesson. Until you can figure out what's going on in your cycle and then move up and out of it, it's just going to repeat in your life. So if you've had the same money story your whole life, that's why. It's because you haven't figured it out yet. And so I had all of this subconscious programming, I had all of this fear, and so much scarcity mentality. And mine took the shape of not wanting to not wanting to spend money on anything that felt serious or not fun. And I always wanted to have money for fun things and would spend compulsively and very emotionally. Like that idea of like, you don't know what you need from Target, like you go to Target and Target tells you what you need. Kind of like that, just like mindlessly spending money because it felt safe, because your 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 little inner child just wants to be safe. And so you do these funny things in the energy of scarcity that is the opposite of abundance. And so the reason I'm talking about this is because 
Now that I figured it out, and I have a really, really, really exciting announcement towards the end of this podcast, so stay tuned, about something that's coming, an offering that's coming all about abundance. Anyways, stay tuned for that, but I just noticed that what existed in me exists in a lot of women. And I remember when I started doing all of this like woo metaphysical work and I was waking up to the concept that we are all abundant by birthright. We all deserve abundance. We're all worthy of abundance. And the only thing stopping you from abundance and like true, true, true lasting abundance and prosperity is you. It's you and the blocks that you put up to the abundance. Abundance is this flowing stream that can't be stopped. You can only block the stream from coming to you. So I was waking up to this idea that like everyone deserves this and we all can win. We can all be abundant. All of our dreams can be fulfilled. And I was trying to figure out how to manifest abundance and how to implement the law of attraction for abundance. And what I noticed was it just it just evoked a lot of fear. A lot of fear came up. So if I was doing like mantras or affirmations if I was saying like I am abundant like I am wealthy like I couldn't even say those words not even mentally read the word without some type of stress response in my body like I couldn't even believe it and I recognize like this goes deeper this goes a lot deeper and I was led down the path of subconscious healing healing our subconscious minds those sponges that are impersonal and non-selective. So what that means is it doesn't matter if what you're telling your subconscious is true or not. Your subconscious takes it all as truth. So if you think that money is scary because money because money excites all of this stress and anxiety in you, then your subconscious picks up on that. It thinks, okay, money is scary. Like, avoid this. Your subconscious is below your level of awareness. You're not aware of what is going on subconsciously. You don't know. Because what you're aware of is coming from your conscious mind. So if you're consciously trying to manifest a million dollars but your subconscious thinks that money is scary money is bad because you saw people fight about it because you have a lot of trauma in response to money then you're not going to manifest that million dollars because when we say affirmations when we are trying to visualize goals and things like that we are still working on the level of our conscious minds and guys we live five percent just 5% from our conscious and 95% from our subconscious, okay? This means that most of the time we are running on autopilot and we don't even know it. We think that our minds are in control, but they are only processing 40 bits per second, okay? Our conscious minds process 40 bits per second and our subconscious minds are processing 40 million bits per second, okay? They are taking in everything. They are processing everything at a rapid speed. And we think that our mind, that we live 
5% of, or our conscious mind, I should say, that we live in 5% and processes things at 40 bits per second is in control? No, 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 no. So if we are saying that we are wealthy, that we are abundant, and we are repeating these mantras and thinking these thoughts with our conscious minds, but our subconscious is thinking the exact opposite, we're going to get absolutely nowhere. We're going to get absolutely nowhere. Um, so after I realized this, sorry, kind of going back to my story, I realized that when I was saying certain things and trying to manifest this abundance that I knew was my birthright, I didn't believe it. And I knew something was going on. And so I was led down the path of the subconscious world. And I went to all of this training and coaching and learn how to facilitate all of this healing in the subconscious mind. And you guys, it changed everything. It absolutely changed everything. That is that, the subconscious reprogramming and a lot of other different tools and modalities. And from that all, I became a different person, like an absolute different person. And for the first time in my life, I actually felt abundant, like actually abundant. And I actually felt like I understood the energy of money and it was really, really, really fun and it was playful and money was no longer scary. It wasn't an issue anymore. And I'm going to tell you that I got to that level of abundance before the physical manifestation happened. So I got to that level of feeling like the most abundant person in the whole world and I didn't care what any physical evidence would tell me otherwise. I didn't care how little I had in the bank account because I felt so wealthy. I felt so wealthy and I existed from that place and you want to know what happened? The money came. It absolutely came. It absolutely came like so much money that it blew me away but also it didn't because it didn't change what I knew on an energetic level. I hope this is making sense at all. But for the first time in my life, I understood the energetics of it all. And if you guys have taken my Globinge course, then you know what I'm talking about. That everything is energy. That everything exists energetically before it does physically. If you're not a student of Globinge, then go back and listen to my intuitive skincare podcast episode because I kind of talk about it there that I understand things now on an energetic level first and that everything is a mirror. Everything that is manifesting in your life right now is a mirror. So right now in your life, if you don't like what you see, you don't like your current experiences, your relationships, your situations, your financial situation, that's a cue for where your thoughts and your beliefs reside. And I'm talking about your conscious and subconscious beliefs. Because beliefs create actual fact for your life. And that's what you are going to attract into your life. And it's also the lens through which you're going to see all of life. All of life. 
And until you can figure out the energetics of it all, you can't figure out lasting abundance and lasting prosperity. Like, you just can't. And I'm going to say, it doesn't matter how much money you're making. Like, I've made plenty of money in my life. It was never about the money. It was never about the money. It was how I held the money. It was how I viewed the money. It was how I spent the money. So I just want to talk a little bit about this scarcity mindset, okay? And I mean, I touched on it a bit in the beginning of this episode when I was talking about coronavirus and everyone hoarding things because they're in scarcity. But I want to shift that into talking about money and talking about abundance because the opposite of abundance is scarcity the opposite of an abundant mindset is a scarcity mindset and you guys we've been living in scarcity for so 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 long the frequency of lack and scarcity is so normalized it feels normal it feels normal to stress about money it feels normal for people to fight about money that's one of the top three reasons for divorce right we've normalized lack and scarcity and how we talk about money and how we talk about getting more money that money is hard money doesn't grow on trees you need to hustle for what you want you need to sacrifice for what you want there are so many shoulds when it comes to money you guys know i hate shoulds i hate anything that is led with a should. I don't I don't believe in that. When it comes to money though, guilt is normal. Buyer's remorse is normal. We have so much shame surrounding money. We feel powerless when it comes to money. We rely on our parents for money or our spouse or our partner for money. Scarcity mindset looks like living paycheck to paycheck. It looks like being broke. It looks like fearing conversations about money. Um, Scarcity mindset can also look like having a rigid budget or hoarding money. It can look like your Scrooge McDuck just like swimming through your coins, like all hidden just for you. Um, Scarcity can look like chasing money, like not allowing abundance to come to you, but chasing money. It's feeling like you need to justify spending money. Like you can't just spend money because... Something is bringing you joy. Scarcity in money can look like feeling stingy or that you can't give money to charitable organizations, fearing that there will never be enough, feeling that you will never be able to buy the things that you want. Scarcity can look like resentment, resenting people who can buy the things that you want, resenting Instagrammers or bloggers who buy all the clothes that you want. That's scarcity. That's scarcity because you're you're thinking that there's not enough to go around. And so you feel jealous and you feel resentful, which are both just low vibes. But you guys, resentment is showing you what you want. It's showing you what you want, but you feel like you can't have and where you have some scarcity in your life. Scarcity shows up when you feel jealous for another person's success, when you have envy, when you secretly wish ill on someone you're jealous of, or when you talk bad about them, when you gossip about them. That's all scarcity-based. It's being ungrateful for what you have. Um, scarcity is when you will only shop on clearance or when you're worried about getting the best deal. Um, scarcity is found when you max out your credit cards, when you overdraft your account, when you're avoidant of paying bills. 
It looks like having zero savings or an emergency or a fun fund. And it's living, it's living in fear about, about money. Scarcity can also look like assuming the worst case scenario and that rainy days will come. It's not trusting the universe. It's not trusting that the universe always supplies and that the universe is your bank account. The universe is your bank account. But this is why I'm releasing this podcast episode and why I'm coming out with this new offering, which I will announce a little later, is because I hear it all the time, especially from women. I think that for a really long time, women have relied on other people to figure out money for us. We have relied on other people for our level of abundance, what we can and can't afford. I can't even tell you how many times I've heard wives say that their husbands give them a budget, um, which is everything's okay, everything's fine. But every time I hear women say, I can't afford that, or I wish I could afford that, or that's too expensive, or here's a really good one, you have to have a college degree to make money, to be abundant, to find prosperity. Um, scarcity looks like statements like rich people are greedy. Um, making money is really hard. You can't be spiritual and be rich. Um, you always need a backup plan. Um, money isn't important. People are important. Um, I'm not made of money. Money doesn't grow on trees. You guys know all of these expressions. And I just noticed this a lot, especially when I launched my Globinch course, A lot of people, a lot of people said it was too expensive, which was really funny because I knew it wasn't. I absolutely knew it wasn't. And the people in my life who have this abundance mindset told me, Amy, you are selling this way too low. And me coming from, I I think I was still on the tail end of like a little bit of scarcity mentality. I didn't trust that what worked for me and that the universe always has my back and that abundance is always flowing to me. I didn't believe that that could work for other people on a subconscious level, which is why I priced it so low, is because it felt triggering to me. It felt triggering to have people think it was expensive or not be able to afford it. And I honestly did want I did want to produce a course that was available for a lot of people because I believe in Glow Binge with my whole, whole heart. But it was just really interesting that I priced it even lower than what I thought was fair based off of the time and the effort and the years I put into this work. And it was just really funny that even at that price point, I still had people messaging me in victim mode, feeling like they were a victim to their circumstances that they would never have enough and that they wish that they could afford it and that they wish that it wasn't so expensive and that they wish that they could do an even smaller payment plan and all of these are fine everyone is at where they're at but it made me so sad you guys it made me so sad to see so many women so disempowered because abundance is not about money it's never about money like yeah money is a product of that but abundance is about freedom freedom of choice freedom of time what do you actually want to do with your life what do you actually want to buy like what experience do you actually want to have abundance is about freedom it's about freedom 
And abundance is never about playing the victim. It's absolutely never about playing the victim. In the simplest of terms, scarcity mindset is the belief that there will never be enough. Whether it's money, whether it's food, emotions, something else entirely. And as a result, our actions, they're always stemmed from a place of lack. Instead of believing that there's always enough and there's plenty to go around, you cling to everything. This is why you can either underspend and like hoard your money and be afraid of buying anything or you can overspend. You can overspend, which is just compensating for this lack. They're all scarcity. They're all scarcity. Anything but a very, very healthy relationship with money that you trust that it's currency and it flows. Money flows. It's currency. It's beautiful currency. Anything aside from that is just scarcity and it's fear. And it's not where I wanted to live and not where I'm living. But when I see people that follow me, that are in this, I just want to like give them a hug because I've been there. I've so been there and I'd never felt like I could teach on this because it was something that I've struggled with for my whole life. Whereas I feel really confident teaching about beauty now, like teaching Globinge was really fun and really easy, but it's because I spent so many years there. But at younger years in my life, I felt really, really, really like non-confident and ugly and that that wasn't my strong suit but you learn it right you learn it so like the student becomes the master right and money always felt like this thing that I'd never be able to teach but it's just funny how when these women would approach me with these like sad stories of victimhood I just wanted to hug them and say whoo you're never a victim you're never ever ever a victim And abundance is yours if you want it. You have to choose it and you have to allow it and you have to release every block to it. And I did that. Like while I was selling um, Globinge, I trusted. I trusted that every single person who needed it would find it and they would make it work. And so many people who wanted it would message me and tell me they wanted it, but they couldn't afford it yet. And I just said, don't worry about it. Like, don't worry about it. Trust the timing. The timing's right when it is. And I also said, if you want it, if this is like your burning desire and you want it, ask the universe for it. Ask for an extra $222 and see what happens. And like, believe that it will come. Believe that it'll come if it's right. If it's in your highest good, it'll come. And I trusted that people who were in their right mindset, who were ready for Globinge, would also be ready to manifest $222. Because in order to take Globinge, you had to be ready to be open-minded enough to learn about energy and frequency when it is related to skincare and beauty, right? Like any of you who took Globinge know it's a little out there. It's a little woo. But once you master all of the lessons in Globinge, you are radiant and you're glowy and you're beaming because you've figured out the energetics of beauty and it always comes from within. So I didn't worry. I, didn't, I wasn't ever, ever, ever trying to sell Globinge. I never felt like I was a used car salesman trying to be like gimmicky and getting people to buy it because that's not how I feel about anything. Like nothing at all like my bank account is the universe and I trust like I trust God I trust the universe and I don't worry like people can do whatever they want and I want what I do 
and what I put out there to always help people and to always serve the highest good of everyone. If it's in my highest good, it'll be in your highest good. And so I trusted that if you really believe that you want this and that the universe will give it to you, then like trust and it'll work out and you'll have a random $222 and it worked all of the time. I can't tell you how many people I told that to of like, don't worry about it. Like trust the timing. If you want it, ask the universe, see what happens. Like believe, believe in good things coming. Believe that like you're not a victim and that you can ask for more and receive more and that we can all be abundant. We can actually all be abundant. But I saw so many women messaging me who couldn't afford things because they were a stay-at-home mom. And that's fine, but you guys know you can be a stay-at-home mom and still and still be abundant. You can still provide an income and it doesn't have to look like going to a 9-to-5 every day. It doesn't have to look like having an Etsy shop or it doesn't have to look like any of the things, any of the stories, any of the women who have paved the way before you. It doesn't have to look like their stories abundance can come to you in any way it literally can and you don't have to know the how again you don't have to know the how or the when you have to know the what you have to know what you want you have to be clear on what you want so instead of just like numbingly swimming around in victimhood and feeling sad that your life isn't looking like how you wanted it to look step up like do what you came here to do like do what you came here to do become alive like come alive to what you're passionate about start creating things and trust that abundance will come you don't need to know the how you honestly don't it was really interesting as well because I noticed that when I gave people a deal on my course when I give people a deal on coaching sessions, what I've found is that they don't value them as much. They don't. They absolutely don't value them as much. They cancel their appointments. They don't even open the course once they're given it for a discounted price. And that was a huge, huge, huge lesson to me that you're not doing anyone any favors in lowering the frequency Lowering the frequency around money and bringing fear into it of me thinking, oh man, you can't afford this. Like you can't afford this. Like I'm going to do this for you because on the receiving end, they didn't value it. They never valued it. And that was pretty consistent across the board. Um, I love this quote by Jen Sincero. I think that's how you pronounce her last name, Sincero, Sincero. Um, but she says, because money is currency and currency is energy, When you shrink down and lower your prices to accommodate someone, you're basically saying the equivalent of, I don't think you could grow and manifest the money you desire to work with me. I don't believe you're that powerful. I also don't think I have the right to charge what I'm worth or to make the decisions around here about what to charge. So them asking for a discount because they didn't feel like they could manifest the money to take the course and then me offering the discounted price because I didn't think that they could either those were both done from scarcity and those were both done in a low frequency and it has nothing to do about not helping people like I always want to help people and I always want to be kind but I'm learning 
that the kindest thing you can do for people is inspire them, is inspire them to take control of their lives and to freaking wake up and to expect more and to ask for more and to actually figure out what you want what you want and releasing any and all blocks to it. This is why I do the work that I do. This is why I work with the clients that I do is because I want to release any and every block that is limiting you from living your dream life because I know that this is possible. I absolutely know that it's possible. And over the last, I don't even know, six months or so, I've unknowingly been coaching people like not for profit just in my life on these concepts of abundance of prosperity of the energy of money and it's been so fascinating to see how people's lives have shifted how they've completely shifted and I put up a poll once on Instagram about abundance to figure out like who really understands this because I didn't I didn't understand it for like 28 years and putting up this poll to see who understands it? Who feels comfortable with money? Who understands the energy of prosperity and like lasting abundance? And to this day, it was like the most rated poll. Like I've never had so many people vote on this and send me comments about what they didn't understand about money and I realized just how big this is especially for women especially for women and it breaks my heart when I see women feeling disempowered feeling like they're stuck in a role that they love but that they want more and they don't want to be they don't want to be limited to what maybe their spouse or their partner makes or their rules or maybe their partner scarcity mentality but that they want to find lasting abundance for them, for themselves. They want to live a bigger life. And like I said, again, it's not about the money. It's never about the money. Money comes. Yeah, of course. But it's about freedom. It's about freedom of your mind and not living with fear and not living with dread and not living with scarcity. Like that's not a life we want to live. I feel like we've become so numb to our lives that We forget we came here to create something and that each of us have this unique spark and gift and talent and message to share with the world that can only be shared through you in your new, in your unique way. We forget this and so we become numb and we spend our lives like getting the to-do list done and feeling exhausted and feeling feeling numbed out because we're scrolling social media all day and then spending our nights watching Netflix and then repeating it. Like our lives are not meant to go to work and come home and eat and watch Netflix and then repeat. Like that's not the point of this all. That's not the point of this all. The point is to do something you love and that you choose and to be abundant while doing it. Anyways, and so after reading after reading all the questions people sent me and the blocks that they felt and the polls, the numbers, like the sheer volume of women feeling like they didn't understand it and feeling scared of it, it just made me feel like I can do something because you guys, like I feel like I'm going to get emotional, but like if I can figure it out, anyone can, like anyone can, like go back and listen to my shadow podcast, but like 
like my story is very bumpy one like full of like a whole lot of shame full of like a lot of embarrassing moments surrounding money like bill collectors people coming to my door like missed payments and on the flip side of that I was spending all my money on clothes like no one would think that I was living in scarcity at all but I just feel and felt like this is a lesson I know how to teach because I've completely completely changed the person that I am like absolutely and when I look back on baby Amy just like even a couple years ago and look at her like I just want to hug her because I know exactly what she's going through and so I know what some of you guys are going through too and I've seen people teach about abundance and I've like messaged them and asked them questions about like but like how do you make money if you just like really don't believe in it and they're like you've just got to like repeat these and I'm like no, you don't get it. Like, you don't get, like, within what a deep, dark, scary hole I'm in because, like, what if you just can't believe it? Like, on a subconscious level, you just, like, can't believe it. And so I've been there. Like, I totally get it. And it's just funny how much the paradigm has shifted to where I don't worry about that anymore. I don't worry about that anymore. And spending money is fun. It's absolutely fun to actually buy the things you want to buy and to support local businesses, especially supporting women, bosses, and female-run businesses. Like, how freaking awesome that you can do that. It's really fun to have freedom, to be able to travel when you want to travel. It's fun to be able to attend the classes and workshops you want to attend. And it's really cool, you guys. It's really freaking cool to look at the price of something and have it be, I'm not going to say like a non-issue, but to have no emotional attachment to that issue, to that price, to that number. It's really freaking cool to not be afraid when you look at your bank account, but it becomes fun to drive past your bank and it's fun and you send gratitude to your bank for holding all of your money. It's cool to have conversations about money that are interesting, that aren't scary It's cool to have a wish list of things that you want that you don't feel guilty about buying. It's also really cool to never feel buyer's remorse or to never buy more than you need. It mostly just feels really cool to be able to say different affirmations like, I am wealthy, I love money and money loves me, money is my friend, the universe is my bank account, all good things are coming to me today and really believe them to really truly feel like money is just money it's playful money doesn't have any energy it's just neutral and we give it the energy it feels really fun to have money be a friend and to have it to be something fun that you can play with and that you can invest into things and other people and not have to hoard and feel like money will come back to you when you spend it with the energy of abundance and not scarcity. I hope that this is landing at all with you guys because when I do these solo podcasts, I just get on here and I riff and I don't have notes and I just start talking. So I mean, if it's all over the place, I'm sorry, but this is me and this is my podcast and I guess you got to do what you want on your podcast, right? So I just want to tell you guys that abundance is your birthright. And we live in an abundant, limitless universe. 
And your power to create and to manifest and to allow this abundance is completely limitless. And the only blocks that you have are you and your limiting beliefs. That's it. Those are the only blocks that you have. And if you have the desire to make $100,000, if you can see that, if you can feel into that desire, then a way to it already exists. That's just quantum physics. A way already exists. If you have the power to use your mind, if you have the power to use your brain, to visualize, to imagine something, if you can see that $100,000, you guys, it exists already. It exists energetically already. And if you can focus in on that desire, a way will be made. Always, always, always. So... With all of that said, I wanted to tell you guys about a really, really exciting announcement coming. So next week on the 20th of March, Cafe Binge is launching the next course. I launched a very mini New Year's Eve course, but this is going to be a four-week intensive course all about abundance. This course You guys, like, I can't even explain how it just, like, came to me. Like, I'd always heard people talking about things just, like, channeling to them and them being a conduit for all of this information. And I have to tell you that, like, when something is right and it's inspired, it, like, flows to you. And this course is something that I've known I needed to do. I've known I needed to do. And then all of a sudden, it felt like I could. It felt like I could and I wouldn't be an imposter because I truly understand this. And my life will forever be different. My bank account will forever be different. It's already astronomically different. Again, it's not about the money though, but the money is fun. It's not about the money, but the money is fun and it can be fun. So this next week on the 20th of March, like I said... My next full e-course will be available for purchase and download. And it is, like I said, a four-week intensive. And what this means is you have daily, daily lessons and exercises to do. For the first two weeks, it'll be five days. And then the last two, the last two weeks, it'll be seven days a week. So it's a big course. It's a big course. And you guys, it's everything it's everything that I did to be where I am now and the things that I've coached other people on that have led them to abundance as well and honestly more than the abundance the freaking guts to do what you want to do it like I can't even tell you how buzzy I feel when people have the guts to quit their dead-end job that they hate and to finally like wake up wake up to what life can be and choose something that they actually like to do, something that they feel like they were created to do here, how they're contributing, and then to have abundance come to them and more abundance than they were making at their job. Like nothing makes me feel more excited. And so I want to offer it to you guys because it's something that's needed. Like it's something that's needed. So Of course, more information will be coming over the next coming days into the next week, but I just wanted to give you guys a heads up of what's coming and how passionately I feel about this because it's a subject I didn't feel passionate about for so, so, so long. Like 
my money story I'll be telling it in the course but like you guys I'm just gonna say it again like if I can learn this if I can master this if I can truly become abundantly charged if I can be the embodiment of prosperity anybody can like anybody can and I feel that to my core so abundance is for everyone like massive abundance is for everyone freedom is for everyone and I'm so excited to be offering it to you so look out on social media for that more information more details more magic is coming and then to finish off the episode I just want to read some of the blocks, some of the blocks that people from Instagram sent me and I just want to talk about them because people sent me all of the blocks that they felt they had on their way to abundance. So people who felt like I'm incapable of creating a way to make more. So you guys, this is because we are conditioned to think that there are only certain ways of making money. You have to do this or this or this. And I think that just comes from a society who thinks that you need an education and you need to get your bachelor's and master's in this and there's a formula. So there's been a formula for a really long time. And if you don't know a different formula, then it feels impossible. So not feeling like there's a way to make money, like I really get that. I totally get that because I went through that same mindset of like, but how else would I do it? I've never seen anyone else do it. But that's not the point. You don't need to know how. You need to know what you want. And the universe will figure out the how and you'll receive intuitive pings of like, okay, this sounds fun. I'm going to do this. So you don't need to know the how. The how will be revealed to you. You just need to release the blocks and hold your desire and the how will be revealed, okay? And it'll look different than anybody else else's how like my how looks completely different it looks completely different and the way that I coach people is completely different than what anyone else does so maybe your dream job doesn't exist it probably doesn't exist yet because you haven't created it and don't be afraid of that because it'll all come to you all you need to know will be revealed to you okay so The next block is I'm solely responsible for financial stability in my marriage. So what I would say is that's exciting. Do you know what that means? It means there's no freaking cap on what you can be making. It's not scary because we're going to drop that paradigm that making money is scary or it's hard. You know what? Making money is going to be really freaking fun. Like, it's going to be so fun. The way that I make money is so fun, you guys. Like, it's not work. I enjoy every second of it. I absolutely do. And because there's no cap to what I make, and because making money is fun, and because I know I live in this abundant universe, and that abundance is always flowing to me, it's always this currency flowing in and out, I don't care. Like, I don't care if I would be the sole breadwinner for my family like I always want to be I always tell my husband like don't worry about it I got it like when you get rid of this lack mentality that there's only so much to go around it opens up the doors so change what you're doing and have it be fun and realize that there's no cap to what you could be making and so hopefully your example inspires your spouse your partner to follow their bliss and their joy and to find abundance for them but 
it's cool because there's no cap on what you can make. Like, that's awesome. Um, another one is I grew up poor and never learned to manage money correctly. I want to not fear it. Um, babe, welcome to the club. That was me. Like, if you grow up with lack, it's really hard to not think that way. But it's not impossible at all. Like, challenge all of that. Challenge all of those fears, right? Understand that you get to decide what your reality is and that you can absolutely create your dream life. And like I've said a million times at this point, is that abundance is already yours. Like the universe has already said yes. Like that was one of the most empowering things that I'd ever heard is that the universe has already said yes. It's already said yes, okay? So abundance is already yours. You just need to release all of the blocks and the fears and the scarcity mindset around it to allow it to flow into you. And like, yeah, I don't want you to fear it either. Like, that's scary. I know exactly what that feels like. Um, okay, another one. Um, feeling too young to fulfill true abundance. I mean, I get that, but sis, like, do it now. How inspiring you can be to so many people. Let me just say that when I was really young, I was making a lot of money and it was it was really empowering. I was still in my scarcity mindset, so I was spending as fast as I could make. But it's cool. It's cool to be young and have things figured out. There's no rule that says you have to be 30 and have this much or you can't be 30 and have that much. Like there's no rules. Like there's absolutely no rules. Be part of a new paradigm that people that are young figure it out early and you don't have to follow in your parents' footsteps. You don't have to do the way that people say you have to do it. Like change it up, switch it up. Let's crash the paradigm. Like it hasn't been working for us. Um, the next one is money is hard to make. I don't know how to be abundant. Yeah, that's something that we've believed as a society for generations and generations and generations that making money is hard. Making money has to be hard. And you guys, I'm going to tell you that whatever you believe, whatever your belief is becomes fact. So if you believe that making money is hard, it's going to be hard to make. But what if you adopted a new subconscious belief that making money is fun? Making money is fun and it's ease filled because a path to your greatest joy is also the path of least resistance. And that means that maybe we could have more alignment. More alignment, and I'll explain what all of this is in my course, but more alignment and less hustle, less force, less effort. So there's this um, example that I gave in my last course. I'm not sure if I've ever given it on the podcast. If I have, I apologize, but it's always a good reminder. This book that I read that I really love all about quantum creation, okay? How to create things on a quantum level and how to take a quantum leap, okay? So in this book, this guy is telling a story about a fly and he sees this fly in his hotel room and the fly is with all of its might and so much effort flying against the window because the fly wants to get outside. It doesn't want to be in the room. And the fly is exuding every ounce of effort it has to get out the window, outside, 
And the fly is going to kill itself doing this, right? With all of this effort, it's going to kill itself trying. How many times have you seen dead flies in the window tract, right? So it's going to kill itself. But what this guy says is what the fly doesn't see is if he turned around. If he completely turned around and looked, the door to outside is wide open. Like the door is wide open. And this fly could use a fraction, a sixteenth of the effort he's giving trying to fly out this window that he's never going to get through. He's never going to get through this glass pane. The fly is never going to get itself through a sheet of glass. But if it turned around, it could fly out the door with so much ease. And that's what I mean in talking about Money making has to be hard. You have to effort your way. You have to hustle. You have to make things happen. You have to force things to happen. What I found is that abundance flows when you flow. So when you allow things to come to you, and that doesn't mean that you don't take action, but maybe the action can be fun and maybe you can follow your joy and maybe you don't have to do the things that you don't want to do anymore, but you think that you have to do them because it's a rule and it's a should. Maybe you can stop doing all of those things and money making can be fun. It can be like a delight. You can really enjoy it because the way you can make money isn't doing the thing that you love to do. Like, what do you lose? What do you lose time doing? What do you like get yourself into and like time doesn't exist anymore? You're so wrapped up in what you're doing and it's so fun that like time doesn't exist. Like, what if you could use that thing that you have so much passion for in a way that could bring abundance to your life? Like, money making wouldn't be hard. It absolutely wouldn't. Um, let's read another block is I feel like I run out of ideas on how to make money. So maybe if you are able to get out of your mind, you could allow things to come to you. You don't have to figure it out in your mind. You can allow new sparks of insight and wisdom and intuition, pings, like I call them pings when I get a ping. Maybe they'll come to you. And like pings come to me, honestly, usually when I'm falling asleep at night. And so I've learned to hurry and get up and write them down or tell my husband because he'll be up. Hey, can you text this to me? And then in the morning, I'll wake up and look at all of these pings. And those didn't come from my mind. I'm not in my functioning like brain state as I'm falling asleep. Like I'm in this very, very relaxed brain state in this theta brain state and ideas flow to me and I don't have to figure them out. They come to me. Okay. And then you take that idea if it feels like fun and you run with it. And so you don't need to figure out what to do next or figure out how to make money. Maybe, maybe the ideas can come to you. They can flow to you and you don't have to be alone in this and try to effort your way into figuring out these ideas maybe just like abundance you can allow it to flow to you okay um another block on the list you guys I literally have like three pages worth in a word document of blocks that people have sent me um another one people don't see the value in my product so they don't buy it So I would say to that, 
Do you see the value in your product? And do you have clean energy when it comes to your product? Meaning, is there any type of fear or scarcity or lack that you're holding when you're promoting this product? Do you truly believe in your product? Because if you believe in your ideas, other people will. Other people will. And don't ever apologize for what you're producing. If you can see the value in it and you are exuding that confidence and your product is taking on that energy of you, your product's going to sell. And don't worry about selling it. It'll sell itself. Like, it'll sell itself. It'll be like my example with Globinge. I never worried about selling it ever, ever, ever. I let the universe do the work for me. Like, I honestly felt like I had a bargain of like, okay, universe, you told me to create this course. I did it. Like, I felt like Every single word and practice in it was pure essence and truth for me. So I did this thing. Now you sell it. Like you sell it. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to worry about the numbers. I feel confident in it. I'm not going to try to hustle it or sell it or try to be like gimmicky and sell it to people. Like that's gross energy. So if you can 10,000% stand by your product and you believe in it and you are confident about it and when you're talking to people about it, you're not in a state of apologizing for it, apologizing for existing or creating it or promoting it. Like stand by it, stand by what you create, okay? Um, let's do one more. Let's see... Okay, that I am worthy of the things I desire. That's the hardest one for me. Okay, so just like releasing all the blocks to abundance, release all the unworthiness you have to manifesting your dreams. And that requires looking at it, looking at all like I did, all of my shadowy things, all the things I hid, like really looking at them. And in the course, we talk all about this, like how to step into your worthiness and how to recognize that the fact that you are a human being with this like God essence in you, you're worthy. Like every ounce of you, every cell in your body is worthy. And think about yourself like anything in nature and look at how nature is thriving. Like you are a part of nature and so you would never look at a bush and think that bush isn't worthy of thriving. That bush isn't worthy of all this water. Like you would never think that. So treat yourself with that same respect that because you exist, because you are a creation, you are innately worthy and abundance is absolutely your birthright. Okay, you guys, I feel like I've been talking for the longest time. There's so, 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 so much goodness coming and it's something that I feel really excited about and it's something that honestly surprised me. This course is just like what I was telling you. It was a ping. It was something that came to me and I knew exactly what needed to be included in this course. And like I said, if I can do it, anyone can, anyone can. And I just want women to be empowered, to wake up, and realize that they're never the victim and they get to afford anything that they want. Anything that they want. I want people to live with less fear and more passion and joy and creation. I want people to be more creative. And so I'm so excited to share this 
brand new magical course with you guys. It's everything, everything that I did and practiced that absolutely changed my life and changed me to be forever, forever abundant. So I'm excited to share things with you as they unfold. For any of you guys who are ready, you will know if this is for you. Like you're going to know if it's for you. Trust the pings that you get. Trust it. And finally, for things to change, for things to change, for anything to change, you can't do more of the same. So for you to change, things have to change. And so I would invite you that if you feel the ping, take the leap, even if it's scary. Take the leap and invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. And people coming from scarcity are going to freak out and not want to pay for a course. And that's fine if that's where you're at still. But if you're done and you're ready for more, invest in yourself and take a leap. Like stand by yourself Commit to changing and take the leap. Sometimes a big action is required. So you guys, I love you. I'm excited to share this with you and what I've been working on behind closed doors for the last little while. So until next time, I hope you guys stay healthy, wash your hands, take care of your hearts, take care of your minds, get back to your soul. Don't live in so much fear know that all will be well and all is well. And I will talk to you guys next time. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Cafe Binge Podcast. Until next time, may you notice all the wonderful, beautiful, binge-worthy parts of your day. Squeeze out every last drop, taste them, cherish them, because life was meant to be beautiful. Find me at cafebinge.com or on Instagram at cafebinge.